Ever notice that men are willing to sleep with you even if they have no desire to commit? You're not alone. In this Love You podcast, I'm going to deconstruct how men and women pursue sex differently and why it's important to understand these differences. After all, you can't change men, but you can change who you sleep with and when. Stick around. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover how men and women pursue sex differently. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So today's thesis, which shouldn't be terribly controversial, but somehow everything that one says on the internet that someone can disagree with is considered controversial. Today's thesis is that men and women pursue sex differently. So framing device, sorry to get the boring stuff out of the way first, but the frame for this uh, is that we're always talking about generalities. We can simultaneously say men are taller than women and the existence of a six foot woman and a five foot six man doesn't disprove the idea that men in general are taller than women. So if you slept with more people than your boyfriend, that doesn't mean that the following is untrue. It means you're one of the many, many exceptions to the broader rules that we're about to lay out here. So without further ado, here are the ideas that I want you guys to contemplate when you're considering why dating relationships, sex, men become such a thorny issue. I, I would posit is because we just don't see it the same way and that gap between how women and men see it um, dictates a lot of what we experience when it comes to the dating marketplace. So number one, uh, another surprisingly risky assertion, men and women are biologically different. Um, you could look between your legs to see the answer to this, uh, but men have, have penises and women have vaginas, and more importantly, men are born with testosterone. And testosterone, um, and there's a wonderful book uh, by Carol Hooven, uh, Harvard educator, uh, called Testosterone, which I read earlier this year. Um, testosterone is associated with the things that generally make men men, um, the deeper voices and the broader musculature. It's also associated with pursuing sex. Higher testosterone is more likely to pursue sex. Uh, it's also associated with higher risk taking. Um, it shouldn't be t a terrible surprise that men are the people given the existence of testosterone, that men are the ones who rape, that men are the ones who create violence and, and are more likely to fight, that men are more likely to commit suicide, that men are more likely to uh, engage in risky activities or take on jobs that are riskier, coal mining and whatnot. So this is all associated with being men. Um, in addition, men are not at risk of getting pregnant. And so because they're not at risk of getting pregnant, they're less likely to be cautious about sex. The consequences for them tend to be lesser. And so in order to understand everything, right, we have to begin with men and women are biologically different. I'm not going to be talking about trans issues today. That is, that is outside my, my purview. I'm dealing with the broad generalizations of heterosexual men and heterosexual females for the sake of my audience. Number two, um, men look for sex and find love. Uh, this is a phrase that my wife coined, and I think it's, a, I think it's kind of a genius in its simplicity. In the act of trying to get laid, men discover that they like you 
platonically. <laughs> the, the like you platonically thing is the thing that comes later for men. I mean, he could see you from across the room and think you're really attractive and would like to have sex. Um, but that doesn't mean anything other than he would like to have sex with you. The attraction sex part always comes first for a guy. It's not that it's impossible for a guy to grow to be more attracted to someone. Again, I don't want to get into this sort of false binary, but in general, um, and you know, also studies bear, bear this out, um, certainly, you know, Helen Fisher's work, uh, you know, uh, the first phase of, of love is starts with lust. So uh, if, if men lead with lust uh, and are trying to get laid really quickly, they discover over the course of time that they, they like you as well and have feelings for you as well and are going to make different decisions based on how they feel about you, where in general, not always, plenty of women are like, oh, I want to hit that too. This is not an either or. Notice how I keep on backtracking to make sure everybody understands me here. Um, women are more likely to want to like a guy, to care about a guy, to feel that he is interested in her, is taking her seriously, uh, is looking for something more serious. And uh, as her feelings grow, her comfort grows. And as her comfort grows, she's more likely to want to have sex. So in general, men look for sex and find love. In general, women look for love. And in the process of looking for love, they discover sex. Again, broad generalizations. There are people who are out there, men who are really sensitive and just looking for one woman to to sleep with for the rest of his life from the get-go and doesn't, you know, like feelings are always involved. And there are some women who who date like men. Um, but that's the point. They date like men. It's a it's a stereotype that we're we're talking about today. Number three, men have, and this is key, lower standards for sex than women. This ties into all these things sort of tie together. That's why I put them in this order. Men have lower standards for sex than women. In general, women do need to like a guy, <laughs> to be attracted to a guy, and possibly hope to see the guy. Again, um, that's often part of the calculus. Um, in general, if you're a woman and you're willing, most guys are down with that. If he finds you moderately attractive, and sometimes that's not even necessary. And so how do we argue with this that it's almost a stereotype for guys to just have, you know, a, a few, a few the, the, the joke about guys having beer goggles or something like that. The idea if a guy has enough to drink, well, everybody's attractive and he doesn't care as long as he's going home with somebody, as long as he's getting some action, some validation, some release, he's perfectly fine with that as a way of keeping busy. And in general, it's not going to make him feel terrible about himself if he's sleeping around, even if he's not particularly satisfied um, or has any real hopes for this. And I could understand that. I, you know, I always wanted to get married. I always wanted to start a family. I always wanted to be like my dad. And I spent 10 years keeping busy and trying to have some fun in between uh, the times that I was actually in love and I made peace with it. And I think there are guys who are, who are lower standards and are even less ethical who have done the same thing. So I think men have much lower standards for sex than women. And because of this, there's a gap. Women look at men like, well, I would never do that. But men do. It leads me to point number four. Women are often surprised when men have sex and don't follow up. I would never have sex with someone I don't like. 
Why would he sleep with me if he's not looking for a relationship? I wouldn't be with someone I wasn't attracted to. Right? And the presumption here, and this is a very human presumption, we assume other people think like we do. Right? So if you're a woman and you have ever had a thought like that, I'd never sleep with someone I wasn't attracted to or that I didn't like or I didn't see myself having a relationship. Right? The presumption is he's a man, he should act like me. And that's not true. It's not fair. He's not like you. He doesn't see sex in the same way. So the empowering move is to say, instead of blaming men for being different than you, and we could argue, we could argue that they're worse. <laughs> there, there is an argument to be made. But instead of blaming for being a man who's driven by testosterone and has different sexual needs than you do, your responsibility right, is not to shame men. How dare you sleep with me and never call me again? It's to stop sleeping with men who you don't feel safe with, who you don't, you're, who you're not in a relationship with if you can't handle the consequences. I have no trouble with women acting like stereotypical men and having no strings attached sex because it's fun and it feels good and you can deal with the consequences. That's great. The problem is the expectation that a guy should see sex in the exact same way that you do, which may have a different meaning to him. Right? That is that is empowering, right? That is not, not being a victim of, of marauding, you know, selfish males. Um, it's predictable that they're going to be selfish, right? That's the most predictable thing is that he can completely detach sex from love. So don't be terribly surprised when he does, does so. Number five, men date, and this is not my terminology. Most of this is not my terminology. Men date in CAD mode or dad mode, but you can't tell which. So there are times in someone's life, a man's life, when like a woman, uh, he's just looking to have some fun. And then there's times in his life where he's like, I've had my fun and I'm looking to settle down. And sometimes I'm going to throw myself on the sword for this one. Sometimes he's looking to settle down, but he's willing to have fun until he settles down. And these are all very common use cases. The problem is you can't tell which is which. And because any guy who wants to get laid knows that in order to do so, he has to be nice to you and treat you well and make somewhat of an effort, any thoughtful, chivalrous, complimentary behaviors at the beginning of the courtship process that you take as evidence that he's serious about a relationship are also the same exact behaviors that a guy would take in order to get laid. So how can you tell which is which? You can't. Any guy could compliment you on a date. Any guy could say one day he look, he wants to get married and not be lying, but that doesn't mean he, want to, he wants to get married to you. Right? You're the person he's, whose eyes he's looking in. Yes, I'd like to get married one day, but tonight I'd like to get laid with you, but he can't say that. And this is all predictable. And so we end on number six which is your takeaway from this, which you've heard me mention before, but I thought it was an interesting route to get there. Slow down to see how a guy acts over the course of a month. Because sex is readily available on dating apps, most guys don't have to work terribly hard to get laid. But when a guy really likes you, when he catches the feels, when he's gotten to know you platonically, in the men look for sex and find love, and suddenly it's like, oh, she's pretty cool too. I just like hang out with her. This is what happens when I was courting my wife. I show up to her place to mess around and we'd end up talking for three hours first, even though 
that wasn't the original intention of the date. And after hours and hours and hours, I realized, oh, I kind of like this person too. I didn't expect that. That is so very common. So when a guy really likes you and he's serious about you and he wants a relationship with you, you don't have to rush things. He's not going to bail on you just because you didn't sleep with him on date number two. A good guy won't. A good guy's in it for the long haul. So having boundaries in that first month, right? Instead of hoping, keeping your fingers crossed that the charming guy who, who does everything right on the first date and seduces you, right? Turns out to be a good guy, which is a low percentage chance, right? Instead of banking on that and being hurt and surprised and devastated every time it happens, your best bet is to stretch out the courtship process for closer to a month, have boundaries, have fun along the way, right? And see who the dad mode guys are, the guys who are really looking for something real. Let them reveal themselves over the course of a month because the guys who are just trying to hit it and quit it, they're not going to stick around for a month. It's way too much work. So whether this is something that you agree with in your heart or you agree with in your head, I just wanted to get you to start thinking about this right, in a different way that is not driven by emotions per se, but rather driven by the logic and the science of how men and women are. And we've observed this behavior. Right? Like you've observed everything that I've observed here, the conclusions that I drew, right? That men or women are different. And that if you want to do better with men and have less heartbreak, you're better off trying to weed them out, right? Instead of expecting them to change for you. I think that is what we would call effective advice, not right or wrong, but effective advice. So now that you understand this, what are you going to do differently? Please comment in the section below. Thanks for listening to my little sex rant today. Um, I have this on my mind all the time because I coach women. And this is a really common topic of conversation that I wanted to bring to you, the kind of conversation that we have on our coaching calls in Love You. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.